As the earning parade continues, Wednesday afternoon's report from Tenant Healthcare was eagerly anticipated. I saw the stock rally in anticipation of the numbers. A lot of times you see a lot of traders move off to the sidelines because they're scared. Not in the case of Tenant, and they didn't disappoint. Net income was up 26% compared to a year ago, and despite the fact that the hospital segment didn't look very good. But, boy, everything else sure did. Executive Chairman of Tenant Healthcare is Ron Rittmeyer, who joins us right now. Mr. Rittmeyer, it's good to have you with us. Thank you, David. So tell me about the quarter. I was, uh, I think Wall Street was pleasantly surprised. Were you? Well, no. I mean, we obviously track it, <laughs> you know, pretty closely and know where we are. But, uh, you know, when I look at the overall quarter, I think there there's some things that stick out. I mean, you know, our EBITDA was, I think, generated at 888, uh, 888 million. Uh, so, you know, definitely well above our, our original outlook. Um, and uh, all our business segments uh, actually did well. You know, the ambulatory side, USPI side, uh, really good growth, uh, 8% surgical case growth, uh, 15% adjusted EBITDA growth. I mean, the hospitals still did really well. Um, you know, you realize the Omnicom uh, virus that's out there, COVID, whatever we want to call it, whatever variant we're on this week, um, you know, still put a lot of pressure on us early in the year, uh, in January and February. So I'm very pleased with the hospitals. Hospitals beat their number, uh, actually came in uh, volumes lower, but more importantly, you know, performance, EBITDA, et cetera, was higher. And Conifer, so they, the, uh, the services they did business, a good job. looks like Sorry? it's doing it. And Conifer looks like it's doing yeah. well. I mean, this was an area that at one point you were going to spin off or sell or something like that. Um, yep. looks well, like it's really contributed to the bottom line now. Yeah, it's done very well. And, um, you know, when you look at the quarter, it, um, you know, it's top line growth was at four and a half percent, really good margins, kind of for some darn good business. And that's why we're not spending it. Um, the other thing that gets kind of missed is that, uh, you know, we retired 824 million of debt early, uh, which will improve our, uh, you know, Give us an interest savings of about sixty-one million bucks a year, so that's that's pretty important. And actually, that's and I, one of the things I wanted to talk about because I haven't heard that many companies talking about retiring debt right now. And interest rates have been so low for so long, right. and you're almost stupid not to go out and borrow some money. But with the interest rates moving on back up, it seems like it's time to reverse that. And that's what you guys did. Yeah, we we used our own cash. I mean, we've got it retired early, and. Uh, you know, we believe it was the right thing to do. So we're going to continue to look at that and try to balance that. The other thing that happened in the quarter that is also pretty important is we were upgraded by all three rating agencies. And, um, you know, you don't get that every week. No, you don't. And, and your cost of borrowing comes down. Man. Correct. So it, for us, it was a uh, it was great. And then we obviously reiterated our 2022 outlook as, uh, what we, we said we were going to do as of now, we, we made no changes. So uh, we feel good about that. So you've got uh, Thursday morning, mid-morning call with the analysts. The analysts are going to want to know, where is the growth coming from next? Well, the growth will continue to come. I mean, good, <laughs> right or wrong, I mean, hospitals have a, have a role. Ambulatory businesses have a role. Um, that growth will continue. We're not, you know, we take hits when we see the, 
COVID cases go up because people cancel. Uh, but 99% of the time, maybe that's high, 95% of the time, we get those cases rescheduled at a later date. Um, you know, as I told you, inpatient cases were, uh, with COVID, were, were definitely elevated in January. They've rapidly declined, uh, and we're now probably 90% lower than we were in late January. So, um, you know, right now they're, they're close to as a percent of admissions about 12% Q1 2022 uh, hmm. versus 7% uh, that we had in, at the end of last year. So so they did jump up, but they have now come down. So so the, so the two big problems that most businesses are wrestling with right now are inflation. The cost of goods keeps going up. It's scarce if you can find them, but when you do find them, it costs more money. And, and also labor. Um, trying to find somebody to work for you and when right. you do trying to find somebody who'll work for a, a reasonable wage is it hitting your industry also oh sure no question about it um you know we've seen tremendous in- price increases in medical supplies medical equipment um and and demand uh you just got to get very smart about how you use it uh you know waste is a factor that everybody has they don't want to admit they have but, you know, one way to offset some of that is to become very, very focused on your waste uh, management programs. And we've done that. And to reduce, um, you know, the amount of waste that occurs. Uh, and you just have to be aggressive about it. But but we're still feeling the fact of inflation. There's no question. What about pricing and, power? I mean, you've, you're big enough now, boy, especially with the surgical centers, that... I mean, you ought to be an 800-pound gorilla. Can, can, can you extract some deals that others can't? Well, you know, the, the government, number one, kind of sets the bar. So we're more of a price uh, taker than a price maker. And, um, you know, we obviously negotiate with insurance companies and try to get a fair rate. Um, but, you know, again, it's, we're not in an industry where we can move pricing to the consumer. Just like that. We just can't do it. So if our prices go up, we have to figure out other ways to offset it. We have to be more efficient. Uh, We have to take a harder look at our waste programs uh, and our human capital programs. Um, And that's, you know, there's there's really another, there really are no other alternatives. Are you you, uh, enthusiastic about the coming quarter? Do you see the return to normalcy that, that we're beginning to see helping you? Yeah, but remember, we're nationwide. So um, Dallas is lucky that it has very low cases right now. And I say lucky because it just hasn't spread here. No one can explain why yet. But, you know, our numbers are down. Our numbers across the company are down. But, you know, we are seeing increases in the Northeast and other areas. So, yeah, I'm enthusiastic. I think we'll have a good year. Uh, I think that every time we get better at Things like waste management, human capital management, et cetera, that stays with us for a long time. So it's not just a, you know, one-time shot. But I am concerned that, you know, people have to realize that COVID has not gone away. It's still out there. And, um, you know, we're going to see these peaks and valleys, and we just have to learn to live with it and manage it. Yep. 
We've been spending two years doing that. <laughs> it's going to be for be a while. I would well, we need to get more consistent with our our processes, and you know, not overreact and uh, and deal with it according to what the numbers are really showing. So. Ron Rittenmeyer is the executive chairman of Tenant Healthcare. Another good quarter, and like I say, just banging right up on fifty-two week highs. Always good to chat with you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, David. It's a pleasure. Thank you. For more of our conversation with Mr. Rettenmeyer, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.